Everybody, Steve Araujo here. We are the Big Bottom crew, right? Big Bottom, true. <laughs> I'm Steve Araujo from the Bass Hang. Somebody else? Let's go. Uh, Tony Paleo uh, from Tony Paleo. Uh, just my own self, Tony Paleo artist. Cool. Yep. Uh, John Moody, uh, solo bassist, and then also um, anything and everything at GHS Strings. Yeah, so this this big bottom, it's basically what you're seeing now is kind of a brainchild of the three of us wanting to bring our crazy text thread with all kinds of music industry news, gossip, gear, nerding out to the masses. And we figured it would be pretty rad to do a, um, a video cast and a podcast with all three of us, and we're going to have guests. And see, we got the cat, and I forgot the cat's name. Minerva. Minerva. Minerva's joining us. So so that was the, uh, what would you say, the impetus for this that you are watching, the Big Bottom podcast video cast. I love it. I love it. Yep. So we share, obviously, what we talk about in the industry, uh, little things. I mean, we all are A and R guys. Uh, you know, here I am giving myself enough credit. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just Tony Paleo artist. I forget that, you know, I'm the artist relations for Tsunami Cables, and I'm also the uh, GK admin for the Facebook users, the GK owners on Facebook. Well, and Tony, you've been a GK artist for a long time, but you're you kind of do you kind of do A and R for GK in a sort of a way. <laughs> you know, you 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 and Forrest are friends, and you kind of you know, can um, vouch for people or help him find artists that are... I gotta admit, I'm not doing too much of that. It's more like I, I, I'm i more like there to say, okay, no. Got <laughs> right. Got it. The, the, uh, you're not meeting the criteria, so to speak. I, I uh, run interference. And, and I think that... Well, that's the fair. Other, yeah. We can all use somebody like that. Well, I think everybody needs somebody like that. All these companies need that to kind of... Basically, we've all talked about this is we're all all of us individually are ambassadors for whatever we are representing mm -hmm. that's just the kind of people that we are and when we're representing a brand you want to be a good ambassador for it so it's like yeah this is great this is give kudos they give kudos back that kind of thing we've talked about the whole endorser thing and i think having an anr not even a background but just kind of a, a work ethos or where i don't know if that's the correct term or a work ethic you know, that yeah. we know, you know, we surround ourselves with good people that are actually good ambassadors for this community, hence are good ambassadors for whatever gear they're right. looking for. I, you know, if that makes sense. I don't know if you guys want to expand. No, I, I get it. You, to extrapolate on that, like, we have a lot of friends in the industry. Yeah. And we also endorse certain products and we also work for certain brands. Mm -hmm. So combined all that accumulated knowledge and our experience. Well, let's face it, none of us are kids. We've been doing this for a long time. <sighs> working. I mean, working, working, making our living at music. At this yep. is what we do. And this is our this has been our bread and butter. Fortunately, we've expanded and can expand to do other stuff, but it really that's kind of where we cut our teeth. So we take our job and like anyone else talking about their jobs. And like some people might talk about it at a water cooler. True. We do it at a virtual water cooler via the big bottom text messages, the three of us. And who would have thought the three of us came together to, to do this? It's you pretty know. amazing. It's yeah, it just, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Like, I, boom. I, I think it was, I, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, it was bound to happen. Just our, our nerdiness, our geekiness when it comes to gear and mm -hmm. us just kind of, I don't know, we're kind of cut from the same cloth. We've all kind of had the same kind of upbringing in this industry. And uh, yeah, I, it, I, it's just weird, man. I feel like I've, like you guys have been my brothers since day one. Like I'm an only child, but I seriously feel like you guys are my brothers, which is mm -hmm. amazing, you know? So you get, you guys get me. <laughs> I felt like I've said this before, and I know we're regurgitating because we're regurgitating for the audience. Yes, right. Uh, but I felt like I knew both of you guys before I physically met either one of you. Yeah, and I think we've all known about each other for years, even before. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I want to extrapolate on that a little bit if I can. And I know I have oh. before. So you two guys bear with me. Okay. I'm saying this for the audience. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole level of working players. I'm not saying just the 20 guys that are in base player every month or what have you, or were in base player every month. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the whole echelon of actual working working level guys and a lot of us we know each other oh i know that guy from england oh i know he's got a daughter and he's doing this and he plays this five string brand and he's doing this kind of gig and mm-hmm. you know i know what he eats for cereal you know what i mean type of thing and we all kind of a lot of us if you don't know them you know somebody who knows them pretty much right yep right one degree of separation and with the internet following on Instagram, following or whatever, we, you know, whatever somebody's into, Tony's into surfing, you know, John, you're an artist, a graphic artist. And, you know, it's like, we know what people are into, which is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. It's kind of rad that this, uh, especially now in these times, (laughs) it's very community oriented. And I think it's going to even get more community oriented. And what we're doing is what a lot of people are going to probably do is, I mean, this is going to be the new, I don't know, thing to do, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, not like the internet's new, but these kind of meetings, these Zoom meetings, and I keep saying that their stock is skyrocketing because everybody is using the Zoom for the kids. I don't know, John and Tony, I don't know, uh, I have friends that have kids that the classrooms are basically the Zoom meetings, which is pretty fantastic. I think it's rad. Um, my kids aren't there yet, but they definitely have Chromebooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even my nine-year-old has a Chromebook, and they can access school work on there right now. Yeah. With the virus going on, and that's another critical thing. We've been doing this for maybe a year and a half, two years. All of us talking. Yeah. But now we're coming together with this video aspect during the virus, during the coronavirus, yeah. and now, like to. Go on to Steve's point. I agree. I think you're going to see more of this coming together. I would be interested in um, seeing with, you know, with most of the U.S. getting ready right now to shut down for the next three weeks, how the artist relations people are monitoring what their artists are doing right now. In that, for this three weeks, Who's who are the people that are still flying the brand, just doing their thing, even though, you know, they may not be on the road. Their company may be shut down temporarily due to their state. Um, Who's the one still honoring their agreements on that? I'd be very curious to see how many of us in other companies are actually going to be paying close attention to that. I already started watching. I already Mm -hmm. started seeing who's doing what with Tsunami. So... What I've been noticing, sorry, Tony, I know you're, but instantly I'm going up Instagram here and let me just literally on the top, live, 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 live. Since this has started, literally it's, you know, which I think is fantastic. Oh, sure. It's great. But yeah, you're right. You know, um, there's going to be way more content. Like there's live stuff, which again, I think it's great, but you know, um, I think artists are really going to go to that and people that were not used to or didn't do video sound recording and all that are going to definitely start, which is great. You know, I can add to that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to bogart. No, 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 no. Go ahead. This is, but I'll do it anyway. Do it anyways, buddy. Oh, you are terrible. Mr. Moody. This is the big bottom, the big bottom crew. Come on. So I've been really fortunate um, as a bass player. I mean, you guys can attest to this. Probably your biggest recordings that you've done, except for maybe you, John, because you are a solo artist, mm-hmm. is you probably have gone with somebody else in a studio and your job is to play bass. Mm-hmm. In your situation, John, you've been the leader for your right. th- yeah. three solo records. Um, so four. Four. Did, did, but it was counting, right? Good job, Tony. Did you just not, did you not get the last one? Good job. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, to be fair, the last one was one of those spur of the moments, just threw it out there That's kind nice. of things. Nice. So, 
<laughs> so I'm used to being the guys like, oh, let me grab my bass. Let me grab right. you know, my pedal board. Let me grab my big fat DI. Oh, it's my fusion project. I'm going to grab an app and take a luxury and be mic'd. Well, now today, you know, I'm not really much of an engineer. I openly admit that I'm not really a video guy. I'm way behind on my social media that way. I'll admit I'm terrible. But I know with this virus and not being able to gig right now, one of the things I did do was I picked up uh, what came today was a Mac. So came today? I, yeah, came today, guys. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. Dude, anything I can do to help, man. I honestly, anything. I'll, yeah. Today was a, a day where I just hung out with my youngest daughter primarily and nice. going over, uh, you know, going over work, schoolwork with the girls and tomorrow's taxes. But I'm going to be probably setting it up either late tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm stoked, buddy. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Well, for, for video and stuff, let me know, you know, I'm, and I know, John, do you, you know, if you need any help or whatever. I, you know, I probably will. Like, you can't see back here. I'm pointing. This is my little. This is me office. looking. Right. I have a couch back there. Um, <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> and uh, that couch is going away. And I am uh, picking up a kit. I'm picking up a four-piece kit. Hell nice. Nice. With uh, my drummer from Digbat Terry, Zeke, uh, Zeke Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeke. He's a good guy. Oh, man. He's good. Thank dude, you. He's, he's great. And he can, he rips. Please, that's so, all. Great. We're going to, and you know, so I'm going to be able to eventually, hopefully, in here, do like, have the ability to actually, it would be tight. Mm -hmm. Three to four people. But you could, if you're in your spot, you could, you could do it. And then, yeah have the ability to put on a tiny desk concert right here in my house. That'd so. be cool. Hell yeah. What, um, what interface That's do you have? Cool. The, the uh, universal audio? Yeah, I actually haven't picked up the universal audio yet. I don't know if I'm going to get like a bigger one to handle his kit. Um, right. You know, yeah, to do multiple mics on him. I got to work that out with uh, Mr. Filoni. And then I've got my 2176, my Ventura, got my Ready. Dang, Steve's way fancier. And then I've got my bottle of alcohol, which everybody needs. Right. I keep a spray bottle of alcohol here. But I have my setup there, which I've been shooting some video. You see the Brigantino and stuff. And Now I want to do this. I want to lift my camera up and show people what right. I got. Yeah, so I've got, I, I really highly recommend that. I mean, Universal Audio stuff is just killing, man. It's, it's really, really good. So just a great interface. Anyways, yeah. So instead of the instead of the um, that that particular tube pre, I've got the Pacifica, oh, which yeah. I intend on using for overheads. Um, I'm gonna do something yeah, like good. How about uh, John? You got recordings? Or oh, wait, wait, hold on. Well, well, ooh, nice. I like Look at that. Yeah. There's a Pacifica little setup. Uh, of course, there's a plethora of GK amps and a whole <laughs> nice. rack of bases. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's over here? More GKMs More since GKM. I'm not gigging right now. You know? Right. And that's not even all of them. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> How about, John, do you have, a, you have a recording studio? Do you recording for your stuff? Let's see. Well, I can do this a lot easier. Dude, all you need is an interface. Well, see, that's, that's the beauty of it. Well, that's the thing. Oh, hell yeah. Folk, uh, oh. Which one is it? It is the Steinberg URRT2, and I got it because this is the one that has two Neve transformers in it. Nice. Holy crap, really? Nice. Yep. Now, which, um, and are you using Logic, John? Uh, I am using Studio One right oh, okay. now. It's That's funny. what I'm going to be using, too. Until recently, I was, um, I was using <coughs> GarageBand. Um, totally okay. <laughs> That's the same thing that I do when people say I'm using iMovie. Oh, right. Uh, but I was... Um, I was talking actually with one of um, the G a GHS artist okay. and uh, named Fred Campbell, a guitarist out of Florida. And he was talking to me about Studio One. Okay. And I was looking at it, then I'm like, oh, wait, those, those guys are owned by, I think it's PreSonus. PreSonus. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, um, and as it turned out, PreSonus bought the soft, the notation software um, Notion. 
that I've been using for oh, years. Yeah. Dude, you, know, you, do, you do Notion? You do Notation? Oh, yeah. Big time. I may have some transcriptions that I can send yeah. you over. Be glad to. Be glad to. And I mean, all of my solo music is in um, Notation format through Notion. Dude, dude I'm going to send you some handwritten stuff that, yes, I would love it. And obviously pay you whatever. But I, I'm looking for a good notator. Like a good transcription. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I know, right? But Dude, that's no, awesome, John. See, you learn something new all the time. <laughs> I didn't know that either. So yeah, yeah. John, John's schooling us right now. Dude, John, John's going to be our guy because I'm like all about, dude, I have transcriptions of I'm like paper, like, you know, and notation is I'm horrible at. You don't yeah. even want to see or, what or Joe and I. I mean, notation right. software. I tried. What's the finale one? Dude, right. I could never. Let's see. I don't know how well you can see that. Oh, there we oh, go. Dude. Hell that's yeah. the opening to chandelier. That's awesome. I love it. So that's okay. all the harmonics. Okay, that's well, that's it. Hey, anybody need notation? Uh, you know, John Moody, hit him up. Holy yep, because there's regular stuff. Dude. I'm wow. Saying, I'm sending you some stuff. You're like a yeah. you're like a copyist guy. You're like a yeah, dude. That's rad. Well, someone has to be the smart one. Yeah, no, I know. John Moody's Moody's like Moody lifts it up, man. He's the highbrow, you know. I'm like, I, I'll get off this and I'll be like, Shh. no. So and then I'm kind of like, uh, <laughs> kind of scraping you guys. I'm just lucky to be here. I'm lucky yeah. to be here, gents. You know, you. I'm just scraping by. I don't even use a DAW half the time. You know, You're just saying it's an honor just to be nominated, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, by the way, Tony, hold on. Um, oh, oh, Speaking no. of nominated, we're talking to Tony. And John, and John, this is the camera. So I sold all of my Canon DSLR stuff. I know Jen does a lot of cameras. Like she does shooting. Yes. Yep. I had two DSLRs with all this LN. Dude, this camera, the Sony A6000, you can get them for like 325 You can get a awesome. badass Zeiss lens for 300 bucks. This is my main shooter. All of the latest bass hang videos is just this. It's nice. 4K, but it does 1080, and it's the mirrorless. And it's so, so dude, it's fantastic. I, like I said, I sold out. I got rid of all of my full frame, all that. Screw that. This is what I shoot with a GoPro. Oh, and my iPhone, because it shoots 4K. So, right. Tony, this right here, for about 600 bucks, you can have, like, it, it's stupid how good the quality is. Just saying. 1080 is fine by me, you know. So that, 1080 is fine, you know. Oh my God, no! It, it, but the the quality and and the thing about the mirrorless stuff is you can shoot at a higher ISO without it being so grainy. So you don't really have to worry about. I mean, you still have to do some lighting, obviously. Like I have those. See those lights? I have two of them. One of them's on right now, and those are about 150 bucks, and you can just move them anywhere. So that's another cool thing to have, Tony. I so. thought Steve was going to say that because it's mirrorless, they're vampire friendly. They oh. Are. Well, I do a lot of garlic, so I, you know. Yeah. Now, remember, John, there's one thing. Steve's not as geeky as you and I. So before you and I go down that road. About what? Oh, in general. In general. <laughs> you, no. You're no. geeky about base stuff, but we get geeky about, like, nerd stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. No. No. Superhero. Like, I'm just like, no. No, uh, no. Uh, my buddy makes fun of me because the whole Star Wars started. I'm like, nah. I'm just not into it. I, I I respect it. Mm -hmm. Not into it. I mean, that's fair. That's I, fair. I'm 52. I actually saw Star Wars when it first debuted at the Cinerama Dome, or it was either Man's Chinese or Cine one of the two. Wherever it debuted in LA, I was there. That's cool. That was pretty rad. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. For rad. our audience, where is everybody located? Let's do that. Tony. Uh Boston, Massachusetts. We'll start from, uh, I guess, from right to left. Yeah. Right? Boston, uh, Mass. Boston, Mass. Born and raised back there. Born and raised. North Shore boy. You know, North Shore couldn't, of couldn't, Boston. I can't tell because of the accent. There's no way. Nah, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> How about Moody? Uh, currently Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay. Um, you know, it is it is a real town, even though there is a jazz tune about it. So, and there is a, there is, was, a, or was a legit gal from Kalamazoo. So. Nice. Born and bred there or born, raised? 
I actually grew up in Lansing, Michigan, the capital. So for our, for our people, um, right here, uh -huh. right here would be Lansing. Over about mostly this part here, this is Detroit. Okay. So Kalamazoo is about right there. Oh, wow. I did so. a tour back in the early 90s, and uh, we went through Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah. Where's Grand that Rapids at? Up here and straight over. Yep. It was amazing. I love it. Was, Grand Rapids was rad. That was a badass. Grand thing. Rapids is actually a pretty happening town. Yeah. They've, uh, you know, the thing is they've got, especially with Kalamazoo, too, um, you know, they've got a couple of um, families that are, you know, obviously very well off, but they okay. spend a lot of money in philanthropy oh, to wow. the city. That's oh, awesome. nice. And nice. Things like that. So very cool. Uh, yeah. And okay, so we went from East Coast to kind of middle, and I am. This is the U.S. This is you. I'm way over here. I am yeah. Southern California, man. That's Huntington Beach, where I was born. Yeah, Steve's yeah. in the. You know, if California is a thing, it'd be like I'm down I'm, here. I'm way over here, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, Southern, Southern California. Moved to Huntington Beach when I was ten, and literally that was my hometown, Huntington Beach, and uh, yeah, Southern California. So I think it's kind of rad that we have this perspective. It, yeah, it, it's it's killer. It's pretty rad, and obviously with the uh, invention of this whole interwebs, and uh, you know, we 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 ping each other all the time. So yeah, all the time. All right, all the time. So, um, I don't know. Let's uh, you want let's let's talk some gear. I I actually. Oh, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. You have a thought. I had a question. No, I had a question. Joe, John's um, interface. It okay. has the Neve transformers in it. How do you like it? Uh, I, I like it a lot. Through, I just went through this stuff. You know, it's finally getting me enough time to sit around and figure out how to use it. Nice. You know, because I, uh, for the longest time, I never really understood the difference between the gain level and the output level. Yeah. And really understanding that really helped me dial it in, especially with that last tune that I did to figure out, okay, you know, turning stuff down and be like, well, how come the signal is like this, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm still clipping. What's What's going on? So it's finally taking that stuff to be like, okay, so, you know, now I can give you, get a sing, signal like this and it's not clipping at all. I'm like, all right, cool. He can be taught. <laughs> but yeah, dogs. It, we can learn new tricks. Yeah. But it brings a little bit of warmth and nuance to it. I mean, you, you know, the, uh, the actual um, uh, DI box, Tony. You but just got it. Pretty close to that, that. Can we see it? You have it there. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I have well I've got one on my board and like I have one. You've got like 17, dude. Oh no, no, right, let's see. He's only got 16, Steve. I got one that just came. Oh, let's open it. Open it. Open it. Woo! A live unboxing at oh. a live big bottom unboxing. A live big bottom unboxing. Damn. So I did a gig with a the last gig before the virus happened, yeah. right? Okay. Was was last Saturday night. Uh-huh. So not, wait, not Saturday, but Saturday before. How many um, do you have now? Uh, seven. <laughs> no, no, I, I have two. Oh, you have two. Wait, I thought you had three. I had three uh, something else. <laughs> Steve, you're an yeah. evil. You're an. Oh, I have a knife right here. You're an evil man. Um, that we're all, yeah, we're we're all about the crazy DIs and and. Well, this is my thing. If I'm out my pedalboard. Mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I have had a pedal board go out on me before live okay. playing a beach club that had funky electrical and my whole board went down. In fact, I noticed somebody, one of my guitar players had his fractal go down at oh. the same gig. Yeah. Scott, a Benny um, had his oh, fractal yeah. go live. We know, go Scott. We know Scott. We know Scott. He's a GHS artist. Big shout out. Shout out. So we, yep. we got shout a big shout out to Scott. A Benny. Right, so I'm opening the box. Nice. Shout out to Zeke Martin. Nick Martin. Give him some shouts. Joe Filoni. Joe Filoni. Joe Filoni. Gabagool. Yeah. Uh, Pat Will. All right. So, guys, I'm opening this up right now. Look at this. Look at this. Open it up. Oh. He opens that box up like a gorilla. Damn. Like, I you take that as a compliment. You don't <laughs> give two Fs about that box, dude. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Rupert yeah. Neve Designs. RNDI Active Transformer Direct Interface. I have one over there. It's mounted to my board as well. Nice. Let's go with this. We are, a lot of the times, our um, 
little thread really, really uh, uh, what is it, uh, circles around or whatever around DIs and direct recording. Yep. And when you were getting that, I'm I'm jealous. I need to. Get, oh, dude. So I did a shootout recently. Okay. Over the PA and at the theater. All right, let's talk DIs, guys. Let's talk DIs. Come on. Oh boy. I don't want to bogart. What are you talking? So I got to say one thing right here. You know who inspired me with this? Mr. Moody. Nice. John did a video with this before. Bravo. I like it. John, tell me your experience with the RNDI. Well, you know, I originally got it as a demo unit to write a review on for Bass Musician Magazine. Mm -hmm. So I got with, um, at that point, my buddy at Overneath Studio in town so we could do a maybe do like a video thing there. And as it turns out, they were looking into getting more video stuff like that together. So they comped the whole thing Ooh. for us. So that's why we, we did it with that. We did a, what did we use? A JDI. And then we just used a standard whirlwind uh, okay. kind of thing. That's a you know, just so, That's a word. Right. I think you used the uh, J, what's the JDI? I used the um, J48. Is that what it was? Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, J48. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, Tony's paid more attention to that video than I have. And I was than the guy who played. Right. We go down rabbit holes quite often. We do. Right. But I mean, we did, um, you know, we ran uh, uh, an old school Fender Jazz through it. We ran my Hilton through it. We ran a, um, I think, did we do a, did we do a Wilcox or the Supro fretless, Tony? Supro fretless. Supro, yeah, that thing's a, that thing's a little beast. Nice. Um, but then, you know, A, B, C'd everything just so you could hear it. I mean, I found um, that the uh, that the the Neve one just had some like a slight smoothness and character cool. to it that was just, you couldn't get out of the other ones. So this is what I found out with it. It's not flat. And they admit it's not a flat. There is a yep. color. There is a Neve color. Sure. It's something to do with the harmonic content in the lower mids. It's definitely thicker in the lower mids. And then on the highs, they're there, but it's almost like a gentle curve. It sweetens them out. Right, right. Um, I used one live on a large stage, uh, the last gig before the virus. Yeah. Big room. It was originally a room for like 500, this private function, 80 by 20 foot stage. It was awesome. You sent me pictures of that. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. killer. And then the and the sound man, the company I've never worked with before, like, oh, that's one of the nicest DIs I've ever heard. Very cool. And I just don't oh. think they used to be working with active DIs because when they first got a signal, they came in, they're like, nothing's happening with this. And I'm like, well, can you give it phantom power? Which <laughs> does it phantom power? He's like, oh, they had all these cheap passive DIs, but there's nothing wrong with the passive DI. I'll get into that in a second. Yeah. But, uh, then turn it on. He's like, "Wow, that's that's rich." Nice. And I play bright basses in general, so I kind of like that high end mellowing out a little bit. Yeah. Well, my shootouts. I did a shootout did with the Radio JDV, J48, Radio JDI, uh, the Q Strip. Um, what else did I do? <laughs> and the Rupert Neve. And I think that was it. I think there was a couple of other contenders. Oh, and then Nordstrand. Yeah. Um, I really like the Nordstrand, but I had an issue with it that it, it doesn't have, uh, for me, I have to have an unbuffered line out to go to my back line. The, I love what Kerry does, but that pre doesn't have that. So I use that more as a, Another type of recording DI, if I want to do a, like a retro-y thing or a real modern thing, mm -hmm. I have no EQ, that's what I'm going to use. Cool. If I don't use the ready. So I had, so that, like, took that one out of the package, out of the picture. Everything else had a throughput. Cool. The radials were just almost too brittle. Mm -hmm. What you put in is what you got out. Um mm -hmm. You know the J the radio JDV is great for for reamping. The J forty eight was kind of brittle ish, at least for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The JDI was awesome, but the Jensen transformer was really nice. But it almost like acted like a vintage amp. It does saturate. It does warm. 
if you were like a needed to have a di to get a really warm sound but you didn't have a lot of money you couldn't buy the ready or something like that mm-hmm. and you just really wanted that kind of classic jdi all the way i keep the jdi with me now for gigs as a backup in case there's a problem with passive uh and then pass if there's a problem with uh phantom power the q strip was good but it had a little boxy sound to it mm-hmm. sorry i'm going off a of minutiae no, here no, do it, do it. This is and the one that sounded the most sweet and full, hands down, was the Rupert Neve DI. Hands down. Yeah, it won. Can we see the box itself? The, the <laughs> unit? Yeah. Let me so, just it, so it requires phantom power, which is fantastic because, no, let's see the pull it out. unit. Let's see your unit. Sorry. I'm also all the bass players, Steve. I'm also the right. immature one in the whole group. So, yeah, Steve's the immature one. I am. <laughs> okay so this is interesting uh you can also take a speaker in which i don't know if i'll ever do okay you can put an input it can take about a thousand watts so if you wanted to capture uh, that sound of your head like let's say you had some sort of head and you wanted that head sound you could plug it in an an svt db750 something that had character something that had that character to it i I think an ampeg would be classic okay you can capture that do the speaker i don't it doesn't even have a padded gain they're like nope this is we have the built-in pad in for this and and you require like you were saying you require a throughput a throughput that is unaffected that is literally just now is that affected by the tone of the transformer no because it's no. fact is while i have my board at home over here which i keep my board on the rack above and out on my pedal board i have one of these mounted to my pedal board um this isn't getting this unit is not getting phantom out power when i'm practicing at home it's passive it's just a passive through it's a passive pass through cool. so but i have my cable going to it full time i have the okay. output going through it full time and then <laughs> the signals right, right there so it's no issue that's, it just sounds wonderful, man. That's cool. Nice. Um, and like you were saying, like, you know, those, those cheapy DIs, usually, I mean, all of us have done gigs with sound companies. I mean, they're, they're inexpensive, and, like, especially a sound company needs to order, like, 20 of them. So they right. work, you know? All of us I was shocked the corporate gig I did, you know, a, it was, wow, it was less than a week and a half ago. Yeah, They had all these whirlwind-type things and a couple others all on stage. And I'm like, wow, they're paying a lot of money for this band. And yep, they just didn't sound good at all. Yeah. They just don't. They have no heft to the tone whatsoever. There really isn't. Right. There's yeah. different levels of DIs. I mean, I and no disrespect or whatever, but to me, like those sound like the uh, the Dunlop little preamp with the XLR. That kind of just works but it's very kind of pedally it's it's a pedal that has a an xlr out that has no it doesn't have anything and it's yeah is what it is it there's no half to it there's no half half. yeah and then you start moving up in levels and that's where that's where we start freaking losing our our minds you know one of the things i say to bass players and i talk on talk bass on you know i have a regular presence on talk bass this is what the front of the house is going to hear. Mm-hmm. This is what your people that are coming, that are dancing in front of you, yeah. or whatever they're doing. Maybe they had banging, maybe they're dancing, and maybe yeah, they're recording just recording whatever it is. Yeah. But that crowd that comes to hear you are hearing that cheap box. They're hearing that box that you plugged into 90% of the time. And that's yep. like a head, too. The head better have a good DI, too. You know, that's. They're not all. They're not all created equally. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. How about John? What, uh, DI wise, what do you like? What are your? I don't know. What are your? Preferences? I mean, I usually, um, I usually pull the ones from the amp mainly because yeah. that allows me to have all my effects right up front too. And you use and everything. Orange, orange amp. Uh, I've been using the orange a lot, which. Um, DI. That, that's actually I like that the terror bass head and stuff has. Yeah. And the DI, and that's actually really good. The studio guys I've had have compared cool. it with the um, <coughs> with the uh, JDL um, quite a bit. Say it's on par. Okay. So wow. Usually use that one. So yeah, I just you know because and I think it's the same thing too. It's because then I'm I'm also getting the color of that tube pre 
Sure. Um, oh, right, right. So that warms it up a little bit too and brings it to the front. So does the orange have the option to take it before the preamp or after mm -hmm. the preamp? Okay. Yeah, it's got a pre or post. Nice. But it's still probably, a, that DI is affected hopefully by the tubes on both. <laughs> Pre and post is probably just EQ. I mean, who knows? But but yeah, we have to see if it's if it bypasses the whole thing. But I I would assume so. Yeah, you know because well, the tubes are part of the pre. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, there's, and I know all of us have geeked out on this. You know, the the pedal DI thing is a really fantastic thing, but there's different levels when it comes to Antonio's mind. It's like yep. it, it's one of those like. For me, Carrie Nordstrand's pedal, the Star Lifter, mm -hmm. I don't know how he did it, but damn, that pedal for a DI, that it's fantastic. It's really good. If it had a throughput, mm -hmm. right, I'd have two or three of them right now. Yeah. 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 So, so the pedal one, I mean, I've been lately, um, you know, obviously until all of our gigs stopped. Yeah. Uh, I was using the um, Trickfish Minnow. Oh, dude. I almost went down that road, too. They have really good things about the Trickfish. Yeah, and I think the closest they had for you, Tony, was the Tuner Out. Was as close so, as they had. Rich told, I talked to Rich, and he said the Tuner Out would have been the way to go. Um, it, it, i got to give kudos to Rich over at Trickfish, because he contacted me, and he did say, hey, this is a buffered line. The tutor out is a buffered line, and um, but I didn't notice a volume difference. And I'll openly admit, at this point in my career, I can admit these little weird things like this. Um, I couldn't wrap my head around that. Mm -hmm. I did not, for me, call it a placebo effect. I want to make sure the line that goes to my rig is like the same thing that comes from my last pedal, which is usually my Pictronics. It would go my, from my Pictronics right to this DI, right yep. right here. Um, and I didn't want it to be, I didn't want one more thing in the chain that was affecting it. Mm. Even if the buffering did hardly anything, I want it clean. I can adjust it from, to give another shout out to MXR. Yeah. Um, the MXR compressor is my second pedal, always on for me. The MXR base compressor is a must, must, must have. Uh, it's an always on thing. And I can adjust my gain level there. If I need a little bit more gain, you know, one of the little tests I do is I'll plug into whatever amp I am. If I've got time, if it's not a festival or whatever, and I get this pretty much mapped out pretty well. I plug in my, my rig with like 20 or 30 foot cable, and I'll check it out. Hear my volume level, plug my board in, and I adjust it and I'll use my phone to capture the DB level. And then I'll mm -hmm. use my phone again to play and I'll adjust the output level. So the two match. Hmm. So I'll add a little bit more, just a little bit more game because I'm running through, if I look through here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pedals. So, you know, I have to get and then another cable, another 20, Anywhere from a 15-foot to a 30-foot cable off my board to the back line, depending on the size of the stage. So um, I'll, I'll adjust my little gain level like that. And just to have one more buffered line, uh, it didn't sit with me. So mm -hmm. that is but your – oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. So but the trick fish does sound awesome. I do think it's a good, nice-sounding pedal, actually. Yeah. They're, I mean, trick fish is fantastic. Those guys – another shout out those they're they're doing good stuff you know with with everything i like their stuff it's good richard justin yeah. justin too he's the AI guy he's a good guy remember richard roos r.i.p one of the best guys helped to help to launch that company and i didn't really know him but yeah. you know he started it all and yeah he was such a good guy there's actually video of him and i doing a big old long like second like 45 minutes of us just talking trick fish and he was just a, a fantastic guy and you guys probably saw him at all the la bass player you know bass player live and all that and he was just such a such a huge great presence and a ridiculously fantastic player too so um and okay to circle back tony that's your blue man group rig right 
Yeah, but now it's my everything, Greg. So I guess point point being is that when you show up, especially Blue Man being a theater, I mean, you have to be 100% on point. It's got to work all the time. I can't question it. I can't question it. That's why I like people like, oh, like when you guys tease me about making another board, I'm like, no, no, no. My board blew up, which it has, right? Um, I got to be able to go home and go, okay, dump, dump. It's not a base that goes with me necessarily with me everywhere. Uh, you know, I might have obvious well, a base is going to or two bases. My pedal board for me um, is just as important. Yeah. It's my control center. It's my tuner. It's my DI out. It's the compression that is part of my playing style. Um, I'm an envelope filter. I don't want to say fanatic, but a fan. I definitely employ them. Um, I like to have them. I will use a little bit of dirt, a little bit. You know, I do endorse dark glass electronics. It's the only overdrive that I I consider. I don't crank it. You know, I just use a little bit. You know, I get get my Getty. Roll it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You need that little color, man. It helps stuff kind of get through, you know. it's Well, here's what I talk about. It cuts the mix. Yeah. It cuts in the mix. So if I'm doing a rock thing, like there's two guitar players, let's say one guy's got, you know, everyone's a fractal now, or, you know, they're something along those lines, right? Uh, someone's using some sort of modeling. Um, someone's got a diesel going on. Someone's got a boogie going on. I'm like, how am I going to cut through this stuff? The drummer behind me, has got, you know, he hits like a gorilla. He's 250 pounds and he's got a 24 inch kick and he's slamming hard. I'm like, what's going to, what am I going to do? A little bit of overdrive. Cool. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, not enough to be like I'm in mud vein, but enough to say I like you, Getty. And both of you guys are much more pedal board oriented than I am. I am mm-hmm. not. I know, John, you have you have a, a pedal board that's pretty much ready. That's kind of your go-to sound. Yeah, it's basically, got, it, I'm pretty sure at this point it's um, it's sentient. It's self-aware. Ah. I think both of your guys' pedal boards are self-aware. They kind of, it's the whole AI thing, man. Probably. <laughs> Endorsed. That new small board that I put together has been the one that's been just incredible because it's uh, it's an Eventide H9, the, uh, the multi-effects thing. Yeah. Uh, and it goes into the Trickfish Minnow. I've got a tuner out for there, which granted, yes, uh, the Eventide has a tuner, but I like having a separate one. Well, and it mutes, right? Right, it mutes. You're muting in front of the house. You got to have that. You have to. But then I also have a uh, Jet Micro MIDI controller on the H9. The little guy. Right? It's super little. Yeah, it's the it's a micro pedal, three knobs, um, which I get three different banks from it. You know, and the same thing. It's like each uh, short or long pull from each one will pull up something else, or you could do two. Um, ones at the same time so there's there's a ton of combinations so a lot of it's using it for to call up presets okay or also i'll use it because now you can um scroll up or down with what you've got in there and i'll keep my phone up on my stand too because uh with bluetooth with that h9 i can scroll through all my settings that way your phone yeah oh yeah dude i'm look at steve i'm so bad (laughs) Now the bigger the I'm bigger so one is actually when the guys at um, Eventide told me to actually um, use the iPad with it because the iPad has all the functionality of if you hooked the the uh, H9 up to your computer, but it's on a portable f- thing because it's all connected through Bluetooth. So yeah, Dang. they can pull it up. I can dial in stuff right there and change it, and you know immediately download it to uh, to the pedal on the fly. <sighs> now that's a sentient board mine's old school mine's analog that's yeah. a smart board yeah yeah it's way smarter than me i have the Aguilar optimizer <laughs> that's a good pedal i love this pedal it's such a fantastic octave pedal and then i and that's it and then i have <laughs> that's it and then i have my um my uh carrie nordstrand the star lifter nice you know you could do this steve all right you could have like a oh my god a kill switch you know tuner right gotta have it yes 
you know, forget compression because I know you're not a fan of compression. Mm-hmm. Um, the optimizer and like Kerry's or the Con DI or something like that mounted all together. Boom, boom, boom. Something that would fit in a tick or something. Yeah, hold on. Oh, John. Johnny's getting something. He's getting a toy. What? Uh oh. He's getting a toy. Oh my God. Oh, look, he's got a Pelican case. Ugh. Oh, it's the ready. Ugh. Yeah. That's what I travel with. Nice. So I don't like to gig with the ready. Oh, what's that? I don't like gigging with the ready. Oh, really? Well, it's behemoth. It's big. Well, I love it. Yeah. Uh, first off, Dude, another shout out to shout Peter Montessi. Peter. We're talking one of the one of the best guys, ambassador to the uh, he's the, I have to get something now too. All right, get Uh-oh. something now. Go, go, go. Oh, and I oh I forgot. I a shout another shout out to Pete Montessi. This right here. Oh, Tony, you're going to show. Look. KGB. I got a, I got a case too, right? All right, let's see. <laughs> oh, wait. What was oh. the brands on that? Shook their mic level. Let's open up the case. Well, oh, you're both way fans. I have no case. You got, hold. Well, you have your pedal board, though. That's true. Oh, you have the same thing. Is that a ready? That's a ready. And wait, what is that? The Oh, that's the, the, the mic, the road? RE20. The RE20. Oh. Dude. This is my recording case. Nice. I like it. So if I do get mic'd up, I say here's my RE20. That's cool. There you go. Um, that's a luxury. That's yeah. usually only for me. Um, normally just do the ready. But my RE20 is going back to... Um, it needs some fixing? Yeah. It's somewhere in my travels, it started to get a little loose. Mm. You got a little out of focus there, Tony. Hold on, you got a little out of focus. Let's How about see. now? How about now? There we go, there we go. It's full in focus. Now? Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, that woke your computer up. It's like, yeah. what now? Exactly, hold on. So yes, yes, that's the uh, my Pelican case. But, you know, Steve, it wouldn't hurt you. I don't want to talk you into it. Talk me into it. A little pedal board. We, dude, we've been, you've been trying to talk me into a pedal board for a long time. I just wanted to show you guys. So I use the Sennheiser uh, E906 to my mm-hmm. stuff. Big, huge SPL, dynamic. That's what I did the last three Bergantino ones. But this is kind of one of my favorite. The blue FET47, the blue mouse. Yeah, this thing's badass. That thing's killing yeah, I had, a, I had a blue mic for many, many years. And... It's good. I like both. Mm-hmm. I tried both of these, and on that Bergantino, this, the Sennheiser sounded better. I don't know. I just say beat everything, and this one sounded best. Sure. What model Sennheiser is that? It's the E906, and they had them on sale for about 100 bucks because they actually make one. I forget what it is. It's the E-whatever that does not have, see the little shelving? Mm-hmm. So they make one that doesn't have that, that's less expensive, but they had this one on sale for the same price as the other one, and this one does have the shelving, so you can low pass, high pass it. So oh, check nice. it out. Yeah, and, it, and for guitar, because I do a lot of the guitar demos, and you know I've recorded guitar a lot, so this will just hang over and just you know right on the face. You're saying that's a $100 mic? About a $100 mic, dude. Yeah, check it out, E906 Sennheiser. Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Check it out. I'm not a mic guru. Dynamic mic, super high SPLs. It's just great. And it has those, you know, you can you can cut the highs, you know, uh, low pass, high pass, or flat. It's good. For Have you recorded with the RE20 before? No, but I've heard it. It's fantastic. It's freaking great. It's like one of those staples. It's It's really killer, man. Yeah, I like how it sounds on bass because it's neutral-ish. What uh, what cabinets are you usually micing? Uh, GK Neo 212. Oh, the 212. Okay. So it might round out that the tone of that. Have you tried it with other cabinets? The GK 412. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever recorded with the CX. Okay. No, I've done the 112. 
I've done the 112, 212, and 412s, all the Neos, but I've not, uh, I've not used the CX. I haven't done the CXs. I like the CX210. I just got that for, sent it to me, and I got to do a little demo, but it's killer. Like the Legacy. Dude, the Legacy 800, Ooh. really good. Yeah. It's, it, it, that is a yummy amp. It's got the nuts, man. So I'm also doing stuff with uh, Lee Pressgrave and Jim Bergantino. Big shout out to those guys. The HP Forte, that 1200 watt beast is an animal. It's killing. I love it too. <laughs> Very different tone wise. Can you describe it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, by the way, yes, I can. <laughs> the, uh, the GK, so all of us know, and I know, John, you've used GK stuff mm-hmm. in the past. GK has that sound, and it's killer, man. It's got this nice, just, gra- it, it, it has this inherent growl and punch. Just has that. Right, Tony? I mean, you, you've probably been playing them more. I've owned a lot of GK amps. Okay. They're tight. They're punchy. Yeah. Growly. Um, They've got this growl to them. Tight, punchy, and a little bit of growl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get a lot of growl. I don't, oh, this is going to sound cocky. A lot of my growl is right here. Just the way I play, you know, with round wound strings. Yeah. Uh, but they are growly. They are tight. They are tight and they're punchy. Um, and there's not in the spectrum. They're not overly bright. They're not, over, I mean, you can EQ it any way you want. Yeah. But they're not overly anything except tight and punchy for me beautiful you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. if i hit something i want to react like that like if i go i want to hit you know real quick and you probably know the amp so well that you can dial in dial out whatever you need to can i tell you the truth man i think this is gonna sound boring and i did this in a rig walk down Uh based musician magazine Mm -hmm. i don't really i don't really tweak the eq unless the room is funky that it forget it and that's unless right. the room is funky like okay do you have curtains behind you all right well i might add some high end oh you're on a, a a boxy six foot old school stage that's you know plats and you know they use it for storage underneath and it's empty mm-hmm. well i better cut my lows a little bit you know um yeah, or yeah. the lower mids like or the windows back there are you playing against at a jazz club and you know you're going to be bouncing off windows well you know i better cut my high mids you know so i do on that legacy i like that contour punch thing that thing's rad i love what what is it is it contour punch it's kind of a what is this um i forget because i don't have it in front of me Um, i could get it hold on yeah 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 what was so and john your main you play orange that's your yeah that's been my main my main solo one as of late yeah Okay. Any other stuff before, or did you play? Oh, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got an Aguilar rig. Um, like which, uh, which head? Uh, well, I mean, I've got both the Tone Hammer 500 and the AG 700. Okay. Uh, for me, I prefer the the 700 right. um, the AG mainly because I like that um, that character of that one, especially okay. for soloing. It, it allows more clarity. Cool. But then I run it through uh, two SL 112s. That's nice. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I've played. I'm not the biggest fan. Popular of combo, actually. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest fan of Neo. I've I've heard one, and it was that was good because I love. I mean, the GS 112s. I just love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was my first uh, intro to Aguilar. Was I had yeah. a GS? Actually, it was a GS 112, and that's what I ran a 700 RB two through. I like Ooh. it. So the it's- two. Uh, Two SL-112s really give you, kind of makes up for that maybe loss of girth that Neos give, I guess. I don't know. That That's mm-hmm. kind of what I heard, and that's when I heard them being played. The two of them was actually, it sounded really good. I liked it. Do you feel that there's still a loss of girth, though, in the Neos? I don't think anymore. Yeah. I, oh, actually. I think they finally worked with the Neos now instead of just taking the same um, – speaker cabinet design and shoving a lightweight speaker into it they actually spent the time to design the cabinet around the the neos because i gotta say that bergantino 312 is a beast which i'll talk to in a second after we talk about 
Tony's. But yeah, you're. I, I mean, I, I was a very much not Neo guy. But okay, so there it is. That's the GK legacy. What's mm. the middle button? Contour? Is that what that is? What's the, the middle uh, switch in the three? So there's bump, contour, and presence. So when Thanks. I picked it, the contour, like I'd leave everything flat. And if I felt like I needed a little bit more, I would flip up that contour and, I, and it was perfect. Those are pretty much my everyday normal room settings yeah. right there. It's flat. I do cut the highs a little bit I on this that. amp. Okay. And yeah. I do leave the bump engaged. Okay. You leave the bump engaged. That's the low end, right? Low end bump. You leave the bump engaged. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm into it. I didn't think I would, but I kind of like that. When you're playing a third, you know, the low B. Yeah. Got it. You're hitting that C sharp or the C. Forget even the low B. You're yeah. hitting like first, second fret. Yeah. Yeah, man. This has this killer. All right. So. I love the legacy, and then I was just doing some stuff with Brigantino. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So, oh boy! This thing is a beast. The my initial thing is that this is very, it's very flat. So it, but it's it's really good, man. It's really good. What I find myself doing on this one. I definitely give myself a little, like a little bump in low mid and a little bump in bass, and then I'm, mm -hmm. I'm gold. I feel great, but it is really, really, it's really good. And this thing has bells and whistles up the ass, man, and they're really good. So I'm gonna do a little bit more of a um, in depth, but I gotta say, like Steve, what are those switches over to the to? So you, so you got mute or unmute. You've got a bright, so you can you can set, so it's got a bright on or off, punch on or off, which you can choose a couple of different frequencies. You can also choose post or pre-EQ for your DI. I mean, he really, you know, thought of everything. Now, really the great. punch, do you know what frequencies that is? What, what, what he's using? No, I'll, I can look it up, but the bright, he's using 7.4K or 7K and 2K for the bright. All right. Um, oh wow! And then you can also choose if you're going. To, it'll it'll go down to two ohms. So this will go down to a two ohm minimum, which is yeah. The cool. legacy does too, which is legacy nice does too. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it it's great. It's got. He also has this variable compressor thing that I actually don't always like. This is really freaking good. I I I don't. I don't always like it. It's just I'm laughing at you. I know. I know. And it has a low pass and a high pass filter too. So you can actually. Uh, I'm going to learn a little bit more about that, but you can just really easily dial in instead. It's almost like a passive tone, which is really so cool. So that's really the trend right now. You These guys don't right go to talk bass too often. I don't go, no. I no. do, but I'm, I usually stick over on the strings. Okay, so. I don't. <laughs> I'm a little bit all over the place. I'm spread out over there. Which is of great. course, I'm on the GK threads. Of course, I'm on the Mike Lowe threads, yeah. uh, you know, religiously. Um, the GHS progressive threads, religiously. Um, but the GNL thread uh, now. The GNL thread, I'm there regularly. I mean, they all know me over there now. And uh, the, other, the other aspect is the, uh, but those high pass filters, low pass filters, that's a really thing. There's companies, a couple of companies that are dedicated to just making them. Yeah. And these guys are all about that. They're yeah. all about that. They're they're there's a whole nother level of geekdom over there as well. Yeah. Well, that Bergantino has it, and it's just it's really good, man. You just dial it in. I, I mean, granted, I only played it like two or three times before mm -hmm. lockdown, but it was. I mean, it's it's bit. It's just a it's a big sound. Steve, what was your last lockdown gig? And John, tell us about your last lockdown gig. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I did I think a the last one I did was yeah. probably just my usual church one. Okay. From a couple of weeks back. And that oh, was Sunday, using, yeah. And that was um using uh because it's an ampless situation, you know, goes straight to the house. I just take the DI from the minnow mm. and that's that's the thing off the small board. Yeah, I played with my it was a um I have a U five there at my church gig and it's fantastic. Sounds killer, everything's in ears. And we didn't have, we didn't have anybody there in the in the church. We were it was just remote until we couldn't. So, right. 
And I think before that, I just did a corporate gig, a four-piece corporate gig, and then literally stuff shut down. You know, I had gigs cancel. I had a bunch of gigs cancel. So let's, okay, so all of us are affiliated with companies and doing gigs and stuff, you know, kind of, you know, we can, I don't know if you guys want to kind of wrap this one up and on that, and then we can kind of come back and geek out on more or whatever you guys want. Yeah, we can do that. I got two patient kids in the other room that I start hearing them talking more. I'm like, "Mm, I should probably get over. So John, um, uh, how are you doing dealing with the, the kind of quarantine thing with the company that you work with GHS? How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, um, we're, we're like everybody else since we are non-essential, um, businesses where for the most part we've been ordered to shut down yeah uh now the nice thing is because we still have an online store um that is allowed to stay open and so we can get some orders out you know i guess as inventory allows got it so but really for the you know the for most of it most of us have a three-week unpaid vacation yeah that's uh that's a drag man yeah all of us are yeah, we'll see. I mean, we're going to we're going to keep doing these and kind of um, mm-hmm. I, mean, I even think afterwards, I, you know, we're going to get more. people. I think so for the next one, not to jump, we're, we're, we'll stick on this. Um, we'll get another we'll get somebody else to jump on here. I really want to get, you know, sure. Matt Wilkins, Carrie North, and one of our buddies on here, too. So we're going to make this a yeah, a thing. But um, yeah. So, yeah, John, I'm, you know, like anybody, you know, sorry about that, but we're, you know, we're kind of all in this together. And Yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. It's like uh, I was talking with some of our other um, competitors about the same thing that have been closed earlier because they're in, you know, California when that came through. And everybody's all just the same thing of, hey, we can do this. So, you know, it's going to be all right. I believe Roger Sadowski shut down, too. Yes. Yeah, Rogers. Yeah. How about you, Tony? How about your? How well, are gigs you? are dried up right now. You know, Blue, luckily, Blue I've got some dark. money. Blue Man yeah, is dark. And I'm luckily I've got some other work and I had some money saved and I sold a right. bunch of gear recently. You guys know. Cool. You know, um, right now we're all right. Cool. Yep. I can, you know, if depending how long this is right now, I'll be able to get through this. Right. Right. Well, you know, the, we've just started, this is basically the first episode of the big bottom, but um, Tony, you're a little out of, out of focus. I'm going to direct this move up a little bit. Let's see. Let's see your facha. Let's oh, see. Please. Let's see. Did it go? Did it go? There, yeah, there you go. I think so. Yeah, it's just I yep, don't yep. lighting. So, you know, the further along we go with this, you know, maybe the next one or something like that, we can kind of see what we can do about, you know, it, the further along it goes, if it gets worse and worse, see what we can do about, you know, helping or, you know, giving shout outs or giving, getting somebody on here that actually can direct us to, you know, musician fund or helping out. So, right. Oh, sure. So, yep. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of the same with, um, with G and L John, we're kind of in the same thing. We're still fulfilling orders, you know, but, um, you know, no production kind of skeleton crew. So yep. essential kind of, uh, you know, yeah. Fulfilling. Yeah. I'm sure. I think we have one or two people that are just kind of at this point, maintenance, making sure nothing yeah. happens to the office while it's, you know, in lockdown and exactly some administrative things so you in, yeah. in boston california has been officially what you've been you since friday been, since friday yeah so kind of locked down so i've just been working from home doing stuff and mm-hmm. everybody else i so. think we're locked down massachusetts is as of one o'clock tomorrow oh wow Ours is 1201 a.m yeah oh. yeah so all right boys well yeah, let's let's give this thing an outro. Let's uh, let's have each one of us say bye. I guess. Uh, I'll start. See you guys later. Yeah. Bye bye now for everyone. Oh, and also socials. Tony, go. Who are you working? Uh, Tony Paleo One T O N Y P U L E O One at Instagram. And uh, if you just search me Tony Paleo, uh, I'm going to come up on Google. You yeah. do that. And there's other Tony Paleos, but I'll be the one that comes right up. So pointing at Tony right there. T O N Y P U L E O. Boom. All right. Now this guy. Yeah. Um, you can find me over um, all the socials is Mon Judy. So, um, which is, you know, just John Moody, but swap the G and the M. Uh, or you can go to www.justmoody.com. 
Um, and then you can see your links for all my uh, solo stuff, uh, things of that nature too. And um, yeah, we'll talk with you all later. Yeah, so John Moody, J-O-N-M-O-O-D-Y, you can Google him, and then Steve Araujo, and you can just Google that, and uh, Base Hang. Base Hang, yeah, so uh, yeah, guys, just be safe, and uh, thank you all for who watched this and listened to it, and we are definitely going to keep this going, because this is, uh, I think right now, probably, you know, more important than time than any to just get some information out there, really kind of come mm -hmm. together, get people on here, talk keep about the what's going, going on. Going. Keep the community going and at the same time have fun and just geek out like complete oh, for sure. Yep. Base nerddom. So you guys, that was Big Bottom Crew, and we will see you guys next time.